I got a Fitbit. Can you see it? Oh uh, yeah. Screen. I got yeah. a Fitbit. Um, to just try, you know, new new year, new me, all that bullshit. Be fit. Um, but right before we started recording, I was just checking the different stats on it, and there's a heart rate monitor on it. And my heart rate was at like 117 when we started started this. What were you doing? I don't know. No, it's nothing. 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 It's just. I don't, it's just po- the idea of podcast. Maybe, okay, a couple of things. One, it could be the idea of podcasting with you that just gets my heart going. Yeah. Okay, mo- that's the most likely. Two, it could be the two and a half of these extra large coffees I've been drinking. <laughs> You're always doing that to yourself. You're always just overloading on caffeine. Hold on one second. Oh, I need that. That's the good stuff. Uh, and then option three, which actually might be the most likely, is I'm wearing my Hulk socks. Oh, yeah. And you know he always gets me going. Oh yeah! Hold on, because we're doing Skype video now, so you, we can see each other. Do you want to see my socks? Of course, goes without saying. Can you see? No, I see your knees. Oh, hold on. Uh, I'm upset. I see your shins. Oh yeah, yeah. I see the socks. I see him? Sexy socks. Look how angry he is. <laughs> I just no see your hair. My heart rate is through the roof. I just see your hairy shin. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Oh God! No. <laughs> Not really. No. 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 Fuck's sake, hold on. <laughs> Take off the sock. No, no, no. Uh, kinda, yeah. <laughs> he looks very angry from being waved around all this time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh. You're stuck. You're stuck. <laughs> like a turtle in the chair. Hold on. Send <laughs> <Is that> help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only just realizing this about my chair. It's got a little bucket divot in it, and the, my the small, the lower, the my back. Oh, the, the, <laughs> oh my god! Have? The small of my back got stuck in it like a turtle. Check what your heart rate is. Uh, now it's 122. <laughs> So you're now on your proper microphone and my heart rate is down to an acceptable 115. That's not acceptable. <laughs> God, do you, do you have a heart murmur or something? I was born. Did I ever tell you about when I was born, my uh, my heart was beating r- way too fast. Did I ever tell you about that? Just like immediately? Yeah, like when I was born, it was like... And they had to like take me away from uh, Mammy Nolan and stick me in an incubator for ages to get me to my heart to calm down. Jesus. But incubators are usually kept for um you know like premature babies mm. like the tiny 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 babies that kind of you know help them along but you were a um, big but, fat baby but i was like a 10 and a half pound baby i was a massive i was like twice the size of i, I could have eaten those other babies and absorbed them into me akira style <laughs> um but if you were to look at this like sea of incubators there's all these tiny little adorable babies in these incubators and then a massive red screaming hairy baby the other thing was very hairy um <laughs> crammed into one of these incubators just going because my heart rate was just going why were you that's, so that's how I came into the, that's how I came into this world <laughs> terrified and screaming terrified hairy and screaming and I haven't stopped since <laughs> that could be like your motto <laughs> terrified hairy and screaming since 1990 oh god uh, and on that note let's podcast oh we already did that yeah uh what is what am you've written down here introduce ourselves we never actually explain to people who is who 
That's true. And we have gotten messages about how we sound the exact same. We that we're basically the same person. Exactly the same person. Yeah. I would argue I'm the bad boy. <laughs> but then I would also argue that you're also the bad boy. So we're just... <laughs> We're the bad boys of Irish podcast. We're also the preppy ones. We're also the preppy ones. We're definitely, we're also, definitely the sexy ones. We're definitely the sexy ones. We're also the cute hipster ones. Um, <laughs> Are you just doing like, you just trying to remember that Korean pop band? What are they called? Yeah. Uh, I, no, I don't know. <laughs> Steve's posing now. We're all things to all people all the time. That's what I have as my, you know, the, the new Pokemon game, you can get the, the cards, the your Pokemon League card. I haven't. I'm ashamed to admit I haven't touched yeah. a new Pokemon game. So they, you know, like you set up, you hand out cards to the trainers as you're going around, and they give you theirs. And so mm. you have to pose and wear a wear an outfit for it. So for mm. some reason, my guy is like this, but instead of having like a smiley face, he's like. So, Steve, this is an audio medium. Describe what you're doing. I can see what you're grimacing, doing on camera. Grimacing, Gri- yeah, grimacing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. and doing like the the Japanese two fingers up. <laughs> Churchill. They love Churchill yeah. in Japan. Do they? No, I don't know. <laughs> What am I, the Japan guy? I'm Steve. You are. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Richie. Uh, (laughs) And together we are. (laughs) Stitchy. (laughs) Man, why didn't we call this podcast Stitchy? Oh man, we missed that. Stitchy cast. Yeah, this is what on politics. It's like a. Stitchy cast can be our offshoot, itchy and scratchy appreciation podcast. Oh man, and it's wildly more successful than whatever this is. But yeah, what on politics? It's like how do we describe it? It's just like an irreverent, fun introduction, splainery type format to um, politics. And for some god unknown reason, the deal done with the devil. We're on episode ninety six. Oh man, we are hurtling towards a hundred. Yeah. Does anyone have any ideas for what we should do for episode one hundred? Because I fucking don't. No. And it came out of nowhere. Mm. When I say it came out of nowhere, it's over three years in the making, but you know what I mean? With incremental numbers going up and up that we see every two weeks, but still, totally out of nowhere. Left field. I don't know. Who'd have who'd saw it? Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have... Oh, God, my heart rate. Jesus, hold on. <laughs> 118. Fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> you're probably... You're getting stressed about your heart rate, and that's making your heart rate go up. Yeah, Fitbit, man. It's it's uh, it's a bit of an oxymoron. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's let's get into the maybe talking about politics will help lower my heart rate. Oh, absolutely. I'd say that's definitely how it's going to work. Tell me, Steve. I haven't had a chance to listen to the excellent podcast that is um, State of Twenty Twenty yet. The new episode that came out what Thursday. Yep. Haven't had a chance, but can you do me a favor and just summarize in bullet points what you talked about so that I don't have to listen to it and neither do our listeners and you don't get any more downloads and this podcast can stay being your main point of focus. <laughs> wow. You, you see you 121. T- your tone turned there very quickly. <laughs> um okay, so we talked about the Iran thing briefly that we covered pretty extensively here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was talking with Rosalind Fuller, previous guest of this show. Um, mm-hmm. She had interesting things to say about that. And then we also talked about the impeachment. Yeah, which we'll talk how's about. that going down? Uh, they're having a trial in the Senate. So 100 senators have to sit silently and listen to the prosecution and defense go on about whether the president should or not be acquitted or actually fully impeached and removed from office. Um, it's a circus show because it's not going to happen. The Republican Senate is not going to get rid of Donald Trump. So it's basically we're just going through. The Republicans basically have to make it look like they're 
doing it properly while also not doing it properly. Okay. And how long does this process look to take? If the Republicans get their way, it'll be over by the end of the month. If the Democrats get their way and they're allowed to introduce new witnesses and new evidence, it might go on through February. Is this type of thing where someone can loudly proclaim that they have a surprise witness? The doors burst open. I object. 700,000 letters from Santa Claus. <laughs> from Santa Claus. <laughs> so I'll say Trump's, how naughty Trump's been over the years. Um, no. No, you're not allowed to act like that. It's it's not it's not a real trial, really. It's kind of just okay. set up. Like, like you well. say, it's a, it's a circus. It's only the third one they've ever done in the history of the United States, so they're still figuring it out. Yeah. Not like us, almost 100 episodes <laughs> in where we know exactly what we're doing. Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, so that's what's going on. Uh, go listen to 2020 if you want to hear a bit more. Do it's linked in the show notes. Uh, what else we talk about? Brexit's going to happen. That snuck up on me a bit. I only that, kind of that's realized another thing the that week. snuck up. Yeah, <laughs> another thing that's been years in the making. Thirty <laughs> first uh, of January, which is Friday. This episode's coming out on Tuesday, so it'll be a ma- mere matter of days if you're listening to this. It might even already be happening if you're listening to this a little bit later. I can't figure out if it's going to happen at midnight on the 31st or if it happens at like 11pm on the 31st or if it happens when the 31st becomes the 1st or if it happens when the 30th becomes the 31st. I don't know. It's not easy to figure out. No, it it actually is if you know what to look for. So if I'm going to head into central London on Friday and what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at Big Ben and you remember in Return of the King when the ring is destroyed and Sauron's the... um, What's the name of the big tower in... in um, the big eye tower the big eye tower yep the big eye tower so you remember when that falls over and then the top of it explodes Steve Jobs memorial tower yeah exactly so that uh, when the, I look to Big Ben and when that topples over and the top of the clock explodes and radiates out um, that's when I'll know Brexit has happened um, so that's that's what I'll, and then I'll, I'll I'll text you when's the last time you looked at Big Ben have you not realised it's entirely covered in scaffolding well, yeah because of Brexit and what's about to happen, they're desperately <laughs> trying to reinforce it so that it doesn't happen on the 31st of January. Instead Steve, of a big flaming eye, it's actually a big blonde fluttering wig. So you have seen it. Yes, I have seen it. Yes, yes, yes. yes. so that's when it'll happen. I'm not sure, but basically we, we, we talked about this. Friday is just going to be Brexit day, so everyone's just going to be talking about it. And maybe, I don't know, not making no promises, it depends on, on where we land, but we might have a little something in the feed on Brexit day, mm-hmm. potentially. Mm-hmm. More on that later, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Boris Johnson has signed a withdrawal agreement on Friday. So it looks like it's all gone ahead. The European Parliament will vote on it on the 29th. But that's kind of formality at this point because it's already been backed by the Constitutional Affairs Committee on Thursday. So it's considered that it'll, it'll all go through just fine. So there, I don't think there'll be any last minute Hail Marys or surprise witnesses and letters from Santa that are going to stop this one. Man, well, Santa's from Finland, so he'll get deported, just like you. That's true. That's true. He's probably already left. Mm. Um, do you know the the uh, cop the agreement that Boris Johnson signed was sent to Downing Street um, from from Brussels via Eurostar train? <laughs> no. So yeah, there's just like a guy on the train carrying this agreement, and I was picturing it when I was like reading about this story. At first, I was like, "Oh, is he surrounded by like an armed contingent for security reasons?" And I was like, "No, that's too obvious." I bet you what they would do is get a man, dress him up in a big fake Italian moustache and a pizza delivery uniform and he's got a box <laughs> with a big steaming pizza pie. But instead of a big steaming pizza pie, it's um, big, those agreement papers. Big steaming just, pile of shit agreement. <laughs> and he's just sitting on the train holding the, the, the pizza delivery box in one hand going, it's a me. <laughs> the EU. It's <laughs> You are leave now. 
<laughs> yeah, you got it. You got it in one. That's exactly how it happened. <laughs> uh, Boris is Bowser. Bowser Boris. <laughs> yeah, actually, you just changed the orange to blonde, and you kind of got a likeness. I was just—is he more of a Mario or a Bowser? But I think he's more of a Bowser. He's more of a Bowser. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's got the inappropriate obsession with women as well. <laughs> women don't want them. <laughs> That's not true, in fairness, actually. Bars hasn't been accused of that. He's just a shit. Not that kind yeah. of shit. Yeah. Uh, so that's that. Um, my heart skipped a beat there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm also, so I'm, I'm a little bit distracted because I'm trying to make sure you don't die. I'm running low on coffee, so I might run out and get get more. Um, Does that have a little Dropbox box on it? Yeah. It's a keep cup that I got from my roommate who works at Dropbox. Oh, wow. It's a Yeti thing, but yeah, it's got a Dropbox logo on so it. So if you pour coffee into that, does that get transferred to the cloud and you can download it, it whenever you want it? Yeah, it does. It does. I nice. got it during the week and I just synced, to, synced it up to this cup. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, so it's the future we're living in. Yeah, we're definitely not endorsed by Dropbox. Definitely not by Dropbox. Trotsbox. That's the communist version. Trotsbox. <laughs> <laughs> you try- I hate Poxbox. It's the worst cloud storage I've ever used. Every time I try to jam around my pictures, they just come up with pictures of poxes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We were talking about how we wanted to talk more about Irish politics. Yeah. And why don't we? Well, we are. <laughs> Hooray! I think that the Irish political scene heard us and they decided to call a snap election. Yeah. Purely just for to get in on that sweet SEO. So yeah, we're having it. Stop, stop snapping. Can you snap with both fingers? No, Adam's family style. I'm pretending. Well, yeah, me too. Yeah. Like I can. No, no, that's pathetic. Can't snap well with both fingers. <laughs> that sounds like a sad mouse masturbating. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a healthy man <laughs> snapping his fingers. Sad mouse masturbator has to be the name of our fifth album. <laughs> The new studio album from Stitchy, Sad Mouse Masturbator. Hey, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Oh, I'm starting to get more vigorous. Oh, no, I lost it. You know what, Steve? That's the first thing this entire episode that was able to lower my heart rate. Ah, oh, what are you down to now? 7,008? 109. Um, the World Health Organization says between 60 and 100 is healthy, so I good just for, need to get down... Yeah. But like resting heartbeats, you should be down to like 50 or 60, shouldn't you? No, uh, that's what they said, between 60 and 100. But that's from, I think if you're my age, yeah, you should be down around to 60. In general, that's what I am. For some reason, though, this morning, I'm crazy high. All that coffee, aforementioned. No, it's the Hulk socks. Oh, aforementioned Hulk socks. uh, But anyway, sorry. Yes, we're going to talk about Irish politics, particularly the general election that's been called. Yes. So start off, when's it happening? February the 8th, a Saturday. The first time we've had a Saturday election since, actually, this first time in Ireland. The, the last one was when we were still ruled by the Brits wow. in the 20s. So wh- why now go for Saturday? Because I know it's always been a contentious thing with like, you know, because it makes it harder for students to vote when it was on a weekday and stuff because sometimes they weren't in the area they were registered to vote because they were in college and whatnot. Yeah. Did they just listen to those people or... To a certain extent, yeah. The Taoiseach explicitly called out that he wanted to facilitate um, parents of young children so they don't have to, like, mm. figure out how to vote between collecting or picking up their... or dropping off or picking up their kids from childcare. Yeah, too, we've lost too many kids in previous years to parents duct-taping their kids to the ceiling <laughs> while they went out to vote. <laughs> That's how you always raise, and, you know, sometimes you just got to go the old ways. Look, it did us no harm. Mm. How's your heart rate? 
<laughs> just recalling that particular memory, it's gone back up to 114. Um, yeah, I believe you. Every single one of these readings are accurate. No, all these well. readings are 100% accurate. I'm not, I'm not joking. It's 116 now. Oh, for God's sakes. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, it's on, it's on the Saturday night, which is great. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. All we right. had a vote on a Saturday, I believe, for one of the many referendums we've had. I think this was like the children's referendum, it was called, and the turnout was really low. But mm. that might also be because people didn't really give a crap about that referendum. No one was thinking of the children. No one thought of the children. They were all whatsoever. duct taped to the ceiling. Yeah. Out of sight, out of mind. Just look up, kids. <laughs> um, that would be so creepy. Walk into a room and you just hear, <sighs> Juice box. <laughs> there's all these little (laughs) like bats when you wander into a cave 50 of them up there all dabbing that's how you develop your fear of kids and you become kid man (laughs) Bruce Wayne fell into a well of kids duct taped to the ceiling (laughs) why babies master Wayne (laughs) (laughs) I want my enemies to fear what I fear (laughs) some men just want to Watch children be duct taped to the ceiling. Is that your English accent, Richie? <laughs> Don't, you know. <laughs> You're going back to creepy man that lives in my belly button. <laughs> Let's not bring him back. My heart rate can't handle that. Um, Jesus Christ, this is episode is ripe with tangents. Let's get back on the horse. <laughs> Why do I say horse like that? I don't know. Okay, right. look. What were we talking about? This is a snap election. We're not snap, actually due yeah. an election for another year because the last one we had in 2016 and you have to have an election in Ireland every five years. So this mm-hmm. is a snap election. Why? why? Why are we calling it year early? We never really had a proper government after the last election. The results were as such that the most stable government that could be formed was a minority government, a coalition mm. between Fine Gael and a bunch of independents, propped up by the largest opposition party on what was called a supply and demand arrangement. So they would agree to back the government on bits about money and other important bits that each ha- essentially had to be negotiated, but then they would also be free to not back the government on lots of other things. This so, seems like a shite system. It was basically shite, yes, but other countries do manage to get things like this working. Like these kind of coalitions and tricky arrangements are quite common in Europe, but it was tough. We're not really used to it. We're used to having a strong government and strong opposition side of things, so it was a bit weird. And there were constant attempts to have votes of no confidences in particular ministers, especially the ministers of health and the ministers of housing, because those are the two biggest problem issues in Ireland. Mm-hmm. And this one was triggered because it appeared that Fianna Fáil, who had normally abstained from voting against the ministers, were going to vote against the minister of health, I think, this time. So if, if the, the Taoiseach Leo Varadkar was like if I can't choose my own ministers and I can't govern so it's time to pull the plug and let's have a super election this is an election that everybody knew about like they've been basically on election war footing for the past three years right so this isn't really a surprise to anyone not necessarily no 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 okay so you, you mentioned health was one of the big issues what are, what are the other kind of defining issues of this election that people are kind of talking about now well before that we'll just talk about health it is we've mentioned so many times about how tricky the health systems are in most of the western world like it's one of the biggest issues in America the NHS is a big issue in the UK and here in Ireland isn't any different either we're struggling to care for everybody basically without it costing most of all of our taxes mm. and we're not doing it well um, yeah 
the waiting list for normal operations can be over a year. People can wait for 28 hours or 42 days, I don't know, on a trolley in A&E waiting to get attention. There's mm-hmm. all sorts of shit kind of things happening. So, yeah, the, and it gets worse every year. The The record number of people waiting to get into hospitals keeps on going up. So we can't yeah, figure out how to fix it. this is a pretty fucking fundamental issue. But this has never been solved. This has yeah. always been an issue. If you go back in every election in Ireland for the past 30 years, health will be one of the big things. So it's yeah. kind of perpetual. Yeah. And then Until when it actually... Sort out sickness in general. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Everyone take a multivitamin. It would be <laughs> grand. <laughs> yeah. How's that working for you there, Mr. Sparky? <laughs> Let me... Look. Oh, I'm down to 105. Oh. That's a oh, that's nice. Uh, when you're thinking about children and old people on trolleys, you get really oh, relaxed. Don't stop. <laughs> okay, that's ha- awful. Housing is a big one. Yes, this is another problem that kind of happens in a lot of other places too. Try and get a place to live in New York and London, and you'll find out. Uh, but especially in Ireland, for some reason, after the crash, um, we had a big financial crash back in 2008, which was built on. We had a bad economy built on housing that suddenly collapsed, so all new houses were cancelled. And yeah. loads of housing estates that were being built were abandoned. And everybody, the market just kind of went, <laughs> collapsed. The government yeah. stopped building social housing. It was just shit. Yeah. But the number of people wanting to live in Dublin and the rest of Ireland didn't decrease. It increased. No. So you basically had more people coming into the city wanting to live in places without any new places for them being built to live. So we have a housing crisis. We have, I think, nearly sixty or 70,000 people who are officially homeless in Ireland. Yeah, and they're being it's like this is not necessarily just people living on the street. Those numbers are relatively the same as most Western cities, but you know, not not to not to say that that's okay, but just to say that we are not necessarily worse on that respect. But we are worse in the sense that regular families have to live in places like hotels and B and Bs, yeah, being paid for by the government. Like you have entire families living in one bedroom, really crappy B and Bs that aren't comfortable, aren't safe, and are not healthy. So yeah. That's a problem. And the government that's been in charge since 2011 hasn't really done much to fix it. Mm-hmm. And so, so what, are the, what are the, maybe we can talk about this when we get into the breakdowns of the parties, yeah. but are there like interesting conversations happening around this topic? And like, does it seem like it's solvable with mm. the, the conversations? Well, well, one, one simple thing is build more houses. So some of the parties are saying, yes, we will do. All the parties are saying, yes, we're going to build more houses. Some of them, the one, the gov- even the party that's in government is saying, yes, we're going to build more houses. But, you know, why haven't you fucking done it already? Yeah. Um, the other thing that's being talked about is a rent freeze because rent is, is skyrocketing in Dublin. It's insane. It's one of the most expensive cities to live in in the world. And I think mm. in most of the other large towns and cities across Ireland, it's the same situation. Yeah. Like th- there is uh, a system in place where you can only raise rents by 4% per year at the moment, but that mm-hmm. still means that you're raising something that's 600 euro by 4% that's still, every year. Yeah, that's still significant enough. Yeah, it, it, it accumulates over time. Um, yeah. But that still doesn't matter if you're moving in somewhere and you need to try and rent and the only thing you can get is fucking 1,000 euros for a double bedroom. Yeah, a shite double bedroom as <laughs> well, probably. Yes, exactly, yeah. Um, so people are like, well, let's have a rent freeze. No increases in rent. Mm. Um, don't know if that's necessarily going to help because that won't increase the number of places available, but at least I suppose it, it might leave, leave, alleviate some pressure on the people in the middle of this crisis. Yes, um, perhaps, but yeah, I, yes. But it's I, not, you're right, it's not a long-term solution. Yeah. And you there's need been more houses and better infrastructure. Rent controls, which I guess is a bit different to rent freezes, is in, is in places like New York City and other places like that, maybe in Paris too, I'm not sure. Um, but mm. 
I don't necessarily know how well they work. It's such a complicated issue. And a lot of the time when you're reading something, it could be by somebody who just fundamentally disagrees with the idea of rent controls as a market restriction, like the people mm. in the Adam Smith Institute we talked about way back when. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure if the people telling me it won't work legitimately know it won't work or they're just believing that because of their ideology. It's hard to tell. Ain't that the problem Ain't with it everything? Just. <laughs> uh, let's talk well, about some, rural, well summarized. Let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about rural Ireland. Yeah, rural Ireland are feeling particularly hard done by the, um, this time around. Mm-hmm. They think that everything is always focused on Dublin, and mm-hmm. that the the recovery that's been going on since the um, the, the follow on from the crash is really Dublin focused and has kind of left the rest of the places behind. Places like Donegal, um, where I'm from, Mayo. Clare, um, Kerry, Cork, all them faraway places are not doing so well, I guess. There's not many jobs coming in. People usually, young people emigrate. The services left for the old people aren't great. So it's just mm-hmm. general deprivation and unhappiness. Yeah. So there's been more calls to represent rural Ireland and big it up. Yeah, I guess when like, you know, a fifth of the population is concentrated in one area, mm. people tend to focus on that. But you're right, like centralization has always been a problem in Ireland with everyone going to Dublin because that's where the jobs are. And then you know, that's then where the money ends up. And yeah. if you're in rural Ireland and you're of a certain age and want to pursue a certain type of lifestyle, you feel like you're just being pulled to that part of the country. And there's yeah. not or many further field. kind of fighting, fight, yeah, or even further afield. Um, but there's not many things fighting that pull no. back at home, if you know what I mean, to keep you there. No. So questions like broadband, I think, is one of the practical solutions people are touting. If you have a national high-speed broadband plan. Oh, man. My parents got got broadband for the first time there a year ago. And before that, they didn't have like any internet whatsoever. And when I went home for Christmas, I just wanted to stay. Like it's <laughs> it's such a simple thing. But fuck me, it works. I can Netflix now. I, I could, but I could Netflix, Steve. You can download your coffee. And my pox box worked flawlessly. <laughs> uh, another big one that always comes up in elections is taxes and spending. Who is going to increase, yeah. decrease taxes? Who is going to spend more, spend less? Um, a, a different part, I suppose, is that because Ireland so resoundingly fucked itself up in the 2000s with its crash, um, some people, some of the, a lot of the parties are like, we have to be prudent and not overspend. Whereas these same parties, I'm talking about Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil here, wouldn't have been talking about that before and they would have been just talking about freebies and giveaways and decreases in spending without thinking mm-hmm. about the medium to long-term consequences. So mm-hmm. I guess there's a little bit of fear between the two main parties that if they promise too much spending and tax decreases, they'll be accused of being frivolous with the economy and not, not trustworthy. Mm-hmm. So that's an interesting one. Yeah, but also a country that's, you know, austerity is, you know, still fresh in the memory. Yeah. The idea of like not spending is also a kind of scary concept I think for people yeah I suppose that's an, that's another one of the questions of ideology if you are left wing mm. inclined you're not going to give a shit about that like it's not it's not relevant to worry about that when there are people suffering right now you need to make interventions right now and spend yeah but if you're comfortable in your situation and you're maybe a little bit more right wing inclined you'd be like yeah. nah let's think about the long term I don't want to have another fucking massive crash and see my economy collapse yeah so gives and takes crime mm-hmm. is a big one actually I think it surprised a little bit people um Dublin doesn't necessarily have worse crime than anywhere else, but it, it seems to have more. There's basically gang warfare going on around the drug gangs. And mm. what something that happened, I think, about a day or two before or after the election was called was a young fellow was dismembered and burned and spread around as if it was like a Mexican cartel attack. Jesus. And 
because Ireland is so small, people had WhatsApp videos of it going <gasps> on and like threats and stuff like that. And the country was just shocked, basically. The, yeah. I think it was a 17 year old kid. He was involved in drugs himself, but nobody deserves any kind of treatment like that. No, God almighty. And yeah, that kind of scared people. And now there's that was that, that was one new event on top of loads of murders and crimes related to these gangs that's been going on for quite a while. So mm-hmm. the idea of crime is coming up an awful lot as well. What are government mm-hmm. going to do about it? I guess it could be fed into the fact that the guards haven't had any significant money increases or new, not that many new guards put in compared to how quickly the population is growing. And there's mm-hmm. been loads of closures of guard stations. So yeah, especially going back to think of rural Ireland. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of like sharing now of guard stations across different areas. Yeah, I don't necessarily think that that is always a bad thing because sometimes these guard stations, it, it makes more sense to have three cars driving around an area than have one guard sitting in a guard station. Mm. So it's not just because just because your guard station might be closed, it doesn't mean that there isn't a guard of presence. But it's supposed to be people just feel more comfortable with the idea of having a guard station open in their area. Yeah. That's true. So gives and takes. Um, another one coming up is Brexit has kind of kicked off a bit of a national question, United Irelandy thing. Some people are wondering about where the parties stand on that. I don't necessarily think that many people are going to consider it when they're going to the ballot pot in this, but it's interesting. It's I guess it's more prominent than it has been before. Yeah, I think it's an interesting, broad, general question. But looking at like all of the other things you talked about prior to this, feel like way more top of mind and imminent than the bigger kind of unified Ireland question. Yeah, but it's also worth pointing out that maybe because it's something that's going to be coming up, we should start thinking about it and discussing it more rather Mm. than just let it spring upon us like Brexit or Trump did to other places. Yeah, maybe do an episode on it. Yeah, someone should do that. Someone should do that. Uh, Women. Women. (laughs) Women. Women. Ireland have gender quotas. The parties are obliged to run at least 30% of... Actually, it's not just women. It's uh, the social the social democrats had to make sure they had enough men to hit a thirty percent male quota. So it's you have to have you can't have more than thirty seventy percent of either gender on your ballot. Right. So a lot of the parties are just being token about it. So Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael are barely just hitting thirty percent. Right. So and neither of the main neither of the two people most likely to be Taoiseach are women. So some people are pointing out that that doesn't really show much progress on that front. No, not at all. <laughs> If you're barely hitting 30%. Do you know what people aren't talking about at all? What? Brexit. Why? Nobody, because it's no over. Cares. It's over. <laughs> it's, it's been a long time. Yeah, them, them four years have, have been written. Fucking hell. People are kind of glad to see the back of it and are yeah. hoping that the UK have finally stopped their temper tantrum and are going to carry on so Ireland yeah, can carry on. Exactly, because I guess now there's not going to be a hard border. Mm. It kind of alleviates some of that. We can kind of get back to focusing on our own issues as opposed to being, you know, jerked around. The thing that I guess will count is what economic consequences there will be for the UK, because if the UK has a recession, Ireland always has a recession in turn because we're Mm -hmm. so closely linked. So people are still concerned about that. It is going to bring in complications for businesses who trade back and forward and stuff like that. And there's going to be loads of different law things. I actually met the president of the high court during the week and I was like, oh, so what can you expect happening with this? And he's like, basically, he did the highly educated lofty version of I don't fucking know <laughs> which is I don't fucking know <laughs> yeah just more eloquent than that more, one does not fucking know <laughs> <laughs> well Stephen I would have to say I just don't fucking know <laughs> order <laughs> Uh, he also I, I asked him do you wear the, the horse the wigs it was like do you have to wear them and he goes uh, they're optional but I like to, oh. I like to keep wearing them especially when I'm making love Stephen <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, true fake facts oh yeah uh, do you want to go 
Um, shit. I, no, okay, I got, I got one. Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, so, you know, when it comes to like actually voting, yeah. Um, <laughs> on on the eighth of February, you 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 know that there's like this uh new thing in in around Dublin around Ireland in general, the like appearance of force ghosts of like former dead Irish celebrities appearing, like in the Star Wars movies. Um. You're familiar. They're popping up all over the place. Yeah, sure. Of course. How could I have forgotten? Yeah, I just, um, James Joyce was outside just walking past yeah. there going for the bus. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So you can now vote for for um, uh, force ghosts of long dead Irish politicians and sure. celebrities. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So Brendan Grace, you can vote for him now if you want. <laughs> yeah, well, he's called um, James Riley and he's actually running for Fine Gael in Dublin. <laughs> there there is a politician who is identical to Brendan Grace. Or maybe it's Brendan Grace's force ghost. Of course, he's only pretending. Eamon Devler is back. Gross. Gay burn. But Devler, you know, you for- Devler is running for the Greens this time because he got confused. Yeah. And who's that? What's that, Steve, in the distance coming through the mists? Is that, oh my God, is that Leo Vradker? But he can't be, because he's over there and alive and, <gasps> wait a minute, his skin suits after falling off. He's a robot. <laughs> oh my God. The robot. Leo Vradker killed real Leo Vradker and now they're fighting it out. This explains so much. Uh, I'm afraid I don't fi- I don't buy into this one because Leo Vradker has never been nothing but an android. <laughs> Did you hear about the debate? Turns out the original Leo Vradker like, was a, just a gr- affable, gregarious man capable of making a joke and having normal human expressions. Never happened. Not once. <laughs> Initiating spile sequence. <laughs> we have a very robotic not that robustly personality based T-shirt. Yeah, who would never make it as a force ghost in a hundred years. No, well, androids can't. There would never be a force ghost R2-D2. There was one force sensitive robot in the extended uh, universe in, 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 in Star Wars who did come back as a force ghost. And I'm not even kidding. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. I didn't know you were a Star Wars nerd as well as did all you the like other varieties of nor- nerds. Do you not like Star Wars? It's grand, yeah. But I mean, you can only be fanboying of so many things. I've only got so much energy. Yeah, I'm reaching my limit. Uh, <laughs> who would you Who would you vote for if you could vote for anyone dead, dead or alive? Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of famous dead Irish people now. It's not, sir. <laughs> Is he dead? <laughs> <laughs> for those unfamiliar, Snotzer was a, pu- a puppet pig on Irish kids television. <laughs> we'll, we'll tweet out a video where Snotzer. <laughs> So that's her, he's, he's doing a quiz and these kids phone in and he's trying to help them win. Oh, you forgot about Did this. you remember that one? What is it? It's, will I stick it in the show? What's the question? Oh, stick it in the show. Yeah, stick oh. it in now. And Amy, you came up first to ask Snatzer a question. Mm-hmm. Um, is this a person? No, it's not a person, Amy! Back to Kevin and Count to Galway. Uh, Kevin? Yeah? Would you like to ask a question to Snatzer? Where'd you get your sheets? Where'd you get your sheets? Well, we got them off this chap called Bolo. He was really cute in a band called You Too, Kevin. Hold on, I don't think that's sort of... Kevin, you can ask a question, Kevin. Kevin, you can ask it. It can be a person, place, thing, or object. What would, what would you like? And it can be yes or no. Uh, what? Say that again. It can be a person, place thing or object and you can ask him a question um, if you'd like to ask him to you guess which one I am yeah. so Kevin would you like to ask, ask me another question. question yeah uh, where'd you get your hairstyle well 
We got it in this place called Mark Penis. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, don't it's ask Dr. Pegg. It's just her. Don't ask a question. How, how, where'd you get your hair? <laughs> it's brilliant. Oh, so good. Okay, what's I've stalled long enough. What's your true fake fact? It better be better than mine. Uh, struggling here. Um, did you know that we're actually they they they've run in a law before the last time that you're actually reverse voting. So you think? Oh, that you're it's going like to, opposite day. Yeah, it's going to be opposite. You think you're going to give your number oh, one? Oh no! To someone. Is that why they moved it to a Saturday? They're moving exactly. it to opposite day. Opposite day. Yeah, which everyone oh. knows that Saturday is the opposite of Thursday, which is what it used to be. Yeah, bastards. Facts. This is ridiculous. Yeah. So they did this back in our granddaddy's day as well. I know. That's how the Brits more managed to stay in charge for so long because they all the, they, they, they had the opposite voting system in. Yeah. So oh, you're going to go in and you'll be like, oh, I'm so angry with the government. Oh, I can't wait to vote them out and vote for the Greens and or Sock Dems. And you write down, you know, number one Sock Dems. What you're actually saying is number minus one. Oh, no. It's gonna you vote for the Greens and you get the magentas. <laughs> and you don't want the magentas in. <laughs> That's a, that the, should have been your true fake fact. You know the the magenta party. The magenta, that would have been so much better than fucking Irish force ghosts or whatever bullshit I talked about. But yeah, don't look. I know we do a lot of joking here, and we try to keep things light and reverent. But on the eighth of February, just please don't vote for the magenta party. They're no. awful, nasty. No. Nobody nasty. likes that color. Nobody. They're just. I'm not afraid to say it. They're just all perverts. <laughs> oh, we went there. The Magenta Party, they're all perverts and you, they go around the recycling bins and they take stuff out of the recycling bins and put it into normal bins. <sighs> they put nappies into the recycling bins. They put nappies in the recycling they're, bins. They're adult nappies they shit that they wear in your themselves. compost bin. Wait, what did you say? I said you shit in your compost bin. They're, well, well, then the two, our two facts can't be true. <laughs> because <laughs> Wait, I what said did you say? they're putting their adult nappies into the recycling bins. <laughs> Look... It's all shit based and it's all awful. Just don't vote for the magenta party. I can't even remember what color magenta is. It's like um, it's it's opposite green on the color wheel. It's like a it's like a, a ready pinky color. Okay, yeah, sounds gross. Yeah, pricks. Uh, okay, let's move on from true fake facts. Friends of our previous guests of the show are running. Yeah, many time guest Peter Kavanaugh is running again. He just had to run in the by elections at the end of last year, and now he has to run in the big election. Man, he'd be so fucking tired by the end of that. He must be knackered. It's not like he's Sounds. a father of a young child with a full time job to do either. Yeah, oh, wait. exactly. <laughs> oh, wait, he is just that. And he's got the fucking magenta party on his tail as well. <laughs> uh, he, if anybody can take them down, he can. It's Peter, yeah. So he's running again. So we might check in with him at some point. Yeah, it was my, yeah, either Peter Kavanaugh TD, it could be. Yeah, oh my God, can you imagine? Uh, Kate O'Connell, uh, Fine Gael TD, is running again in mm-hmm. Dublin Bay South, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rosalind Fuller, who has been on the show, who did run quite a few times and ran in the locals last time. I, I was in touch with her to check if she's running again. She is not able to because she has just released a book and she has to go abroad to do loads of press stuff and she wouldn't have had the time to do both. So she's like, yeah. saws. I did ask her, did she have anyone that she would recommend for people to vote for? And she basically said, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> and she's, she told me she's basically going to have to work her way backwards by giving the people she hates the most the lowest votes and then working her way up. <laughs> and that's going to, on opposite, opposite day, that's going to make it even more complicated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. First. So uh, you had a, 
idea as to how to oh idea is a strong word (laughs) (laughs) i had a fever dream that took the vague shape of an idea you much in the same way you could call two toddlers in a trench coat a man (laughs) you could call this an idea (laughs) mr man work in the business factory (laughs) uh yeah you want to explain the parties of ireland to people in the form of comparing them to social groups in american high school movies yeah, Am I right? that's like the different types of cliques. Yeah, because what I thought would be cliques or cliques, cliques. Sorry, um, bit, I think because we can we could do the whole like spec, and we will do this as well. But like the ideological spectrum, where they fall on it, and that kind of thing. But politics is such a bitchy, bickering kind of field that I felt like it, it transposed onto the American high school cliche system pretty um pr- pretty well. And also it helped me kind of, and also I could just picture like actual bullying happening (laughs) between parties. Like who's dunking whose head in the toilet and giving them a swirly? Who's locking who in a locker? You know what I mean? Who's running to the headmaster to to tell? tell? All these things, yeah. yeah. Um, So I was hoping you could help me kind of parse this out in my mind, this populate this high school cafeteria with these uh, political parties. Yeah, I've I've been thinking about it quite a lot. And my problem is, is that because the Irish political parties aren't that different, most of them fall into the same cliques. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll start from the top. Fine Gael. Fine Gael, the party currently in power. Currently in power, largest party last time, not likely to do that well this time, but still potentially could come back to government because of Ireland's system. Who are they? Yeah. They're they're like the prep kids, I think. The preppy kids. Yeah. Kind of they they do business studies. They're well off. Yep. Yeah. They, Come from money. Their daddy's rich. Yeah. They're they do like a mock chamber of commerce or if there's every any equivalent of that. Mm. They're yeah, they're on the debate team. No, no, someone no. Else, someone else is on the debate team. We're saving oh, okay. we're saving that one. <laughs> okay. Um bit of a briefcase wanker. <laughs> yes, exactly. They don't have a rucksack. They all have briefcases. Yeah. Okay, that gives me a good enough picture. They're kind of, just to kind of go more broadly into the normal definitions, just for people to understand them as a party, they're centre-right? Centre-right, centre-right, yeah. Yeah. Um, centre-right, definitely on econo- economic issues, but they're also the party, in fairness to them, that have brought in three massive changes to Irish constitution. They got rid of abortion, they got rid of divorce out of the constitution, so you're not allowed to get divorced ever again. Now, is it um, fair to is it fair to put these progressive movements on them, or would they have kind of happened even if, say, their counterpart Fianna Fáil were in power? Is it just like the will of the people and kind of the national conversations that were happening that I can't I can't those issues. I can't answer a negative, but I just well, yeah, and you could say that the equal marriage referendum that came in it was the Labour Party that pushed that, but Fine Gael yeah. really took it up and, and ran with it. Um, mm. No, to be honest, Fianna Fáil had many, many opportunities to do the abortion thing. And if anything, under Bertie Ahern, they went the other way and tried to make abortion harder. So mm. I can't, maybe under Michal Martin, he's a different kind of leader. They could have, but yeah. I mean, honestly, you just, I think they need a certain amount of credit. I yeah. don't think it matters for my own personal decision, <laughs> but yeah. other people may be considering, okay, maybe I should still give them credit and vote for them. Mm. Should we talk about Fianna Fáil because they kind of link pretty closely? Fianna Fianna Fáil, yeah, they're like the preppy kids. (laughs) They're like, (laughs) if you're walking into the schoolyard, you're looking like from a distance, you'd be forgiven for thinking they're the same person. Yeah, they're they're a bit different though. They're more, they're slightly more populist, I guess you could call them like that. They're a little bit more malleable. They're a little bit more trying to appeal to everybody. Mm. So they're kind of 
the class. They're still a briefcase wanker, but they maybe get along with more people in the class. They're, tr- they're trying to please more yes, people, I should they're say. They're kind of like the class. the class clown if he's a rich kid. But they're not, fu- but they're not funny. Yeah, oh, they're not funny at all, no. Yeah. No, they're not funny. I, uh, I personally will never vote for them, <laughs> ever, no, in my life. Ever. Uh, yeah. it, it doesn't matter if Teddy Roosevelt comes back as a force ghost and runs as their leader. Um, Okay, my fault. He's doing that under duress, I'm, though, I'm right? Like, I'm if my fault then. <laughs> but that's the only circumstances I could see myself voting for Fianna Fáil. Yeah. Um, another centre-right-ish party. Well, they, yeah, they are centre-right-ish. Um, probably more centre-right-ish now in terms of um, social issues. Like, they would be less happy with abortion, but still backed it. They would... There are more people in their party that would be openly more uncomfortable with these social issues and how it changed Ireland. Mm-hmm. But also, officially, the party did back them. Yeah. Um, but also, probably a little bit more centre-left in terms of economic policies than Fine Gael would be. They would be happier to give people what they ask for without worrying right. about the idea of hurting the market and that kind of stuff. That Fine Gael may be a little bit more traditionally right-wing in that sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're also in power around the time of the 2008 crash. They killed the country <laughs> they killed the country so you know that kid that you went to school with who um who, <laughs> who destroyed killed an economy yeah, that's them the, they're like that kid Fianna Fáil were basically the party of power from the 30s up until 2008 there was really mm. only a handful of times that there was Fine Gael governments and then not for that long and always in minority there was uh, or in coalition Fianna Fáil have had majority governments quite a few times and they were really just assumed to be the biggest party of power and always would be. And it would only be when they really did something badly that Fine Gael would get a chance to come in. But mm. now that's gone. And Fianna Fáil are basically, I think they'll probably become the biggest party next time, but not by much. Mm. That's one thing, actually, another thing to point out that um, Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil are kind of ping-pongs between the two of them. There has only ever you know, been Fine Gael or Fianna Fáil Taoiseachs. Yeah, and they're, when you look at their manifestos, like, we, like we've been alluding to, they're very, very, very similar and it can kind of be quite frustrating. Yes, a lot of people... see ping back and forth between these two parties who are very, very similar. A lot of people hate them. Hate them both equally. They just... just like yeah. Some people don't even differentiate. So the nickname for Fine Gael is Blue Shirts. And I was talking mm. to someone before and they were like talking, trying to talk about Fianna Fáil but calling them Blue Shirts. But I was like, no, 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 that's Fine Gael. And they're like, oh, what's the fucking difference? And I was like, well... Yeah. Yes, but also we need to be able to at least know which which acronym to give them. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're very, very similar. Very similar. Very infuriating. Should we talk about Sinn Fein? Sinn Fein. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sinn Fein are the rowdy. They're rowdy. Sure, Sinn Fein are the rowdy boys. They're rowdy boys. They are. You occasionally light the bins on fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then tell, no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, that was- matches in their hands. Did you light that bit on fire? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sinn Féin are the Republican Party in Ireland although all the parties are technically Republican Sinn Féin are the party that work in the North and the South they are currently in government in the North um, mm. Sinn Féin used to be the IRA most yep. recently Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael mm. did too like 120 years ago but Sinn Féin very recently were essentially the IRA party um, they have fully backed the peace process for the last 30 years and are not involved in that anymore but some people are still very afraid of them because they see them closely associated with the violence that used to be there. Yeah, and, you know, there's fears of, like, shadowy figures behind the scenes being, yeah. you know, connected to the two and, and whatnot. And there's been comments about the major parties not want, like, the two major parties not wanting to form a coalition. Yeah, they always say they don't. Because of those kind of yeah. fears. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Labour? <laughs> uh, Labour. Hmm. Hmm. Labour... I feel like the kid, their dad's a builder. They're kind of like a stupid nerd. They're, <laughs> they're like, 
They're like a, they're like they really want to study and do well, but they they always they're just they never they never do. <laughs> they always fail the test. But the heart is there. The heart is there. Yeah, they're trying. The heart is there. They work like I feel like on the weekends they have a good part time job. You know what I mean? Like they're 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 they come from a good working class family, um, but they just can't seem to get it right. Yeah. Yeah, God love him. Yeah, their dad is a good um, old fashioned tax paying builder. He's yeah, he's an, he, he's, he wants his son, he's encouraging his son to do well, go on to university and all that. But the yeah. son is just like uh, failing, trying very hard but failing, trying very hard. But maybe uh, that's not to say they won't ever graduate. <laughs> maybe they will, but you know we're all rooting for them. Yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Uh, to a lesser extent, you see, they they went into power with Fine Gael after the crash and they, they got quite a few seats. They were doing quite well. They went into power with Fine Gael and the austerity politics continued and they really got blamed for a yeah. lot of that and they did terribly. They were they went down to six TDs last time, got annihilated and uh, they're, they've really struggled to come back since. They can't really figure yeah. out where they fit in the Irish system oh. anymore. Austerity feels like absolute poison for Labour Party, so it's, a, it's no yeah. kind of surprise that they would have taken such a hint, hit during that time. Um, yeah. Should we talk about Social Democrats? Social Democrats, uh, one of our... I know nothing about them. They are a new party. They yeah. were around at the last election. Um, they are a party that were set up by Rosine Shortall, who quit Labour Party during that government that we're talking about over austerity and different bits. Um, mm-hmm. A formerly independent lady called Catherine Murphy. I think she might actually be your TD in Kildare. Yeah, the name's familiar. She's one of the TDs in Clare, one, one of the two um, Kildare wards, uh, constituencies. And another dude called Stephen Donnelly, who has since quit the Sock Dems and joined Fianna Fáil. But the three of them set up Social Democrats basically as a purple version of Labour. <laughs> Right. They want to do all the things that Labour used to do, but with purple colours instead of red. And they thought that they, were, they would be able to sweep in and take up all them votes. They have not succeeded at the ballot boxes really at all. They're, Is that just because they don't have the momentum behind them? Like they're so new that yeah. people just don't know who they are? It's really hard to start a new party anywhere, um, not yeah. just Ireland, but anywhere. And it's not that the people don't know who they are because the three politicians that started them would have been quite prominent. They got quite a few high profile candidates around the place um, but they've really just not they've not done well they've not done particularly well in any of the elections be it local or the national ones that they've had a chance at and it doesn't seem that the polls are indicating that they're going to do that great anymore um, right. to compare them to who they would be in school I guess they're the same as Labour just a bit shorter <laughs> <laughs> um, it's you know, that, you know remember when you went to school and for some reason there was a toddler there who looked like one of the older kids yeah <laughs> <laughs> kind of did everything they did. Um, yeah. We have a listener who is particularly fond of them, um, who's constantly trying to get us to join the so- Oh, the yeah. Tems. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they, it's not happening. No. Well, I'm not going to join any political party for a long time. Uh, but that's it. Yeah. It's not because we have anything against them. No, so they're grand. And I, like, I honestly, I, I hope that they do well. They stand for good things. Yeah. They've, they've, got they sound some, great. they've got some good people in their party. It just doesn't seem to be the way that, it, like, the, the, the Irish electorate just don't seem to be backing them. This could be the election that proves us all wrong, though. Yeah. But probably. For sure. Hey, keep tweeting at us. You never know. You <laughs> might wear us down someday. <laughs> um, we got the Greens. The Greens. Yeah, we know. The soundest party, according to, to quote Peter Kaplan. Yeah. These guys are the hippies. The hippies, the hipster, crunchy granola eating, yeah. uh, wearing hemp. <laughs> Doing other things with hemp. Yeah. <laughs> Playing a... Uh, uh, Wonderwall and the acoustic guitar out in, the, <laughs> out in the park. Oh, you're making them sound like pricks now. <laughs> no, not Wonderwall. They're playing something cooler than Wonderwall for sure. They're playing like the national yeah. songs or something. Uh, maybe Or maybe on a little tiny ukulele. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, the Greens. The Greens are doing well. Um, yeah, the Greens. I like the Greens. The Greens were in coalition with Fianna Fáil at the crash, and they lost all their TDs as a result of that. They really got hammered by the people um, yeah. for their part in the downfall. But they have managed to make a comeback. They're riding this green wave, international green wave, and in Ireland, is doing pretty well. Um, they have three TDs at the moment. I think they got two elected in the last general and won one by election. And I think people are talking about them getting six or seven coming in this time, which is quite good. That's a wow. that's a hundred percent increase in numbers if it's yeah. true. Um, they're doing really well in Dublin. Mm-hmm. They're not doing well outside Dublin. No, people outside Dublin do not like the Green Party. Um, it's it's been mentioned so many. This is this comes back to the rural urban divide, Dublin versus the rest. That farmers are terrified of the Greens coming in and taking away their farms yeah thinking it yeah uh, free mondays and every other day of the week yeah well i mean you've talked <laughs> about not eating hamburgers anymore so it's your fault yeah Richie. i mean i'm only eating meat like once or twice a week it's your fault it's me i'm sorry farmers uh i like the greens i like the greens i'll probably give them a high yeah. preference yeah uh solidarity people before profit socialists these, these guys who would they be in a high school hmm. oh my god i don't know they'd be like the like the the conspiracy theory, the 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 oh the one is always shouting at the teacher saying no, you're only saying that because you know blah blah blah. I actually I read this on the internet and I know better. Yeah, those guys they sit at the back of the class. So, yeah, but still are really engaged. They, uh, um, yeah, the left the the these would be full left dudes. Yeah, um, quite a few great TDs been around for ages. Claire Daly, Richard Boy Barrett, to name mm-hmm. a few. Um, they. Probably won't do well this time, according to the polls, but who knows? Um, mm-hmm. They never really managed to solidify as like one group. They like this Solidarity Party is an amalgamation of loads of different parties, but they still can't agree to on how to run that properly. So they never like join into one left wing party or organization. They always end up having fractions and running par- running people against each other, which doesn't help them. Mm. And I don't know. I just, it doesn't feel like even despite all these different issues that we've mentioned that could be fixed by, <laughs> that could be very well addressed by these kind of parties, it doesn't really seem to be getting traction with the voters. Mm. So they could lose one or two of who they have, it looks like. Okay. What about, it? What about the independents? Are they, well, how do you categorize the independents? It's just, are they just, yeah, but like by definition, are they just loaders? <laughs> but that's mean. <laughs> Not really. I guess they're just, yeah. these are the, these are everybody else. These are yeah. These are the non the NPCs in the video game. <laughs> these are the these are the guys in the background of the canteen in High School Musical that don't fit into the different groups. They're not members, but they're but they're great in their own right. Sure, they're fine. It depends on each. <laughs> you have to you have to appraise each person individually. That's it. It's very hard to look at them as a whole. Yeah. You know, again by definition, Ireland for the last while because they have been unhappy with the political parties that we've had have been voting for a lot of independents vote for your local person get them in and have good things happen Um, all sorts of characters we've had ministers like Shane Ross and Catherine Zappone who would be representing affluent leafy places in Dublin but then you've also had the Healy Rays down in Kerry who are caricatures of Irish rural society (laughs) (laughs) who blame global warming on God or something like that not blame, but like a tribute to him and say there's no point in us doing that. They ask for the army to come down and shoot deer in Kerry to help with the problem and talk about fairies or something. I don't know. I don't really understand. Anyway, um, the independents are not doing well in the polls across the country, but it also isn't really something that's easily polled. So you just have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unto, aim to. Uh, 
A-O-N-T-U Fada. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce them. I don't really care. Um, briefly mentioned them. There's one TD. He quit Sinn Féin over the abortion issue and set up this anti-abortion party. Uh, I hope they do badly. That's all I can say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're the kid in school who can go fuck off. Yes. <laughs> and that's all we're going to say. Uh, and then finally... We have the Mad Ones. Mad Ones. There are characters running across the country who are just hilarious. <laughs> so we sa- we have the Irish Simpsons party. Oh my God. Should they have been their own thing? I don't know how to feel about them. They're so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> but they have... So- it is- I'm conflicted about it. Yeah, they just... Because on the one hand, Simpsons, and they have they do have some good things like on the one hand Simpsons, um, the one hand pro abortion, the one hand you know more houses. But on the other hand, yeah, exactly. I li- I like some of the things that they like. I, I love some of their policies. Twitter snide is the problem. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. They are very snide very on Twitter. Snide. Um, but yeah, like trans rights. Yeah, go for it. Social housing, amazing. Yeah. Uh, any other? Um, well, that, that's our Simpsons. Oh yeah, mad that's ones. thing. Yeah, but what are like are there, what are some, some crazy someone tagged us novel candidates? Someone tagged us in a guy who's drawing little smiley faces and putting his name on his leaflet and telling you to go to his website to see his real face. He followed us on Twitter. The actual dude. The actual the actual dude, I think. Wow. So look at us, influencers. What's his name? Uh Patrick Noonan. That's a very generic name. Very Irish name. You can tell he's Irish. His cover photo on Twitter is a bunch of uh, Lego stormtroopers, so Star Wars fan. <laughs> Bet you he knows about that fucking Force Ghost robot. He'd like my references. Oh, dear. Yeah, he's he's one. I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know if he's a legitimate candidate or if it's a joke or not. Hopefully mm. one of hopefully he is legitimate. There's also this lady, and I can't remember her name, but she ran for the, she tried to run for the presidency. She set up Irelandlovestrump.com and oh God. she's a glamour model. She's been in Game of Thrones as a naked lady and she basically is is running on all the worst things. Less Amelia Clark. Less <gasps> less immigrants. Um more less abortions, more Catholic identity, and all this kind of, kind of really conservative stuff. Like the, she wants Catholic values and her profession is taking off her top. Oh. Like, you know, fix your message. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, there's also that dickhead Peter Casey. I don't, I, I can't remember if he is. No, is fuck him. Is he running in Donegal? Eh, don't, don't want to talk about him. He ran for the presidency, brought up a lot of shit in Ireland, got loads of votes, and is running in Donegal. But thankfully, the result says he's unlikely to win. Thank you, Donegal. Good, good. Please don't vote for him. Don't, don't. Um, that's another thing. People are messages on social media social media asking who should we vote for ma- who, yeah like telling us to tell them who to vote for I'm not comfortable with that just not magenta uh, just not magenta yeah well no I'm not, it's not that I'm not comfortable with I'm not comfortable with how comfortable I am with that power <laughs> yeah you were like let's do this and I was like let's do this I was like well one caveat let's not tell people who to vote no, for no I didn't message you say let's do this I messaged you like let's do a breakdown of no, this no you didn't you said we do this <laughs> I said, yeah, I said, we do this with a screenshot of what yes, I said to them. I understood the principle. But yeah, we're not going to tell you who to vote for. I'll tell you who not to vote for. Magenta's, Peter Don't Casey. Don't vote for Magenta's. That, Casey. that pro-Trump lady. Yeah, get out of here. On to, yeah. and I'd prefer if you didn't vote for Fianna Fáil, but you can make up your own mind. <laughs> yeah, I, my preference would be, let's try someone other than Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael. Yeah, but, I'd also you, know, like, you yeah, do you. I think it's time for Fianna Gael not to be in power. It would be lovely to have a non-Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael Taoiseach, but to be honest, that's not going to happen, so... I hope it could. It's not. 
Don't be silly. <laughs> but 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 maybe. But it's not. <laughs> like I know, I know it would be nice and all that. But oh, this is where idealism ver- and and just gets mixed with practicality. It's just not going to happen. But maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Let me check my fucking heart rate. <laughs> you know what? This is the lowest my heart rate's been all episode. I'm down to 95. Oh, uh, so, right. Let's wrap so it up. So what does that tell you? Let's, let's wrap it up. Uh, money. You're keeping that in. <laughs> <laughs> money. You can give us money if you like you this show. If you do like this show, heaven forbid, uh, whatonpolitics.com forward slash beer. Yes. And you can buy us a beer there, which would be lovely. And in return, you'll get our drunken bonus episode. Yes. It which is, is a lot of fun. We'll send that to you. It's a two year vintage now. It's it aged well. aging like milk. Smoky. Uh, <laughs> it's aging on, like smoky milk. Smoky milk on fire. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, you can follow us at What on Politics on Instagram and Twitter and yes. Politics at gmail.com. This yes. episode was a suggestion from listeners. Yes. So if you have a suggestion for an episode, actually one of our next episodes that we are um, recording next week is also a suggestion from listeners. So if you want to take the reins of this um, uh, crashing and burning uh, Santa sleigh, you can do that by telling us what you want us to talk about. <laughs> we will do that. Yes. Um, what else? What else do we usually end with? Oh, I would say thank you to Supermarket Love for the theme music. It's been two and a half years since I thanked him. <laughs> <laughs> every episode I mean to thank him and I always always forget but I've just remembered now so thank you Supermarket Love as always there's a link to his SoundCloud in the show notes if you want to check out his stuff he does cool jams yeah he's, he's a good bloke uh, what else we plug, do we have anything else to plug uh, subscribe to 2020 but also yeah. subscribe to this show first and then subscribe to 2020 yeah like there's this new episode show. 2028 there is give that a listen we're going to be covering American politics as it unfolds. Minute by minute. I've been working um, on another show as like a freelancer called City of Books, hosted by Martina Devlin. You can check that out as well if you want. If you like books, they talk about books. You like Lots books. of books. What do you talk about? What are you talking about with this podcast? I'm not talking about anything. I'm producing it. It's all Martina. She's the front and the brains. Uh, if you turn the up the volume all the way, though, you can hear Steve whispering very low in the mix. No, no, so just, as Mart- you know, the heavy breathing that you have to cut out whenever you talk on this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but every so often, if you listen carefully within that grunting, there's like Patrick Rothfuss book titles and stuff. <laughs> Lay of the wind. It's <laughs> like I tell like Tom White's now. <laughs> so you can check that out too. If you got any other podcasts and you want to plug, you podcast whore. No, Is that it. Where? Where? Yeah, I was going to ask where, you. What? Where's your one? The I I am working on one, but I've been working on it for almost a year now. <laughs> I just got to get the pilot just right. I've got. I've do. I've the pilot recorded. That's locked down. I want. I just need to record two more episodes before I feel comfortable putting it out. It's very good and very funny, and you should do that. I should do that. It's just about a matter of finding time. I think it's coming this year. That's for sure. I've been writing some stuff for the new. This episodes, is so. this is like fucking January. That's okay. Yeah, fine. You've got twelve <laughs> months to actually follow through on your promise. Yeah, I'm quite happy with it. Yeah, I know. But I'm averaging out at one episode for eight months. So. <laughs> Let everyone else be happy with it too. Hurry up. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll, it'll. Yeah. Uh, give me a. T- give me a. I want you to assign me like uh, a deadline. Okay, I want you to release it by Easter. When's Easter? Uh, start of April. I'm going traveling. 
for six weeks in certain marriage. So no. June. June. Okay. June first. Yes. By June first, ladies and gentlemen, you'll have a, a new a new podcast to listen to from me. Yeah. Do you hear that sound? It's everyone sitting on fucking pins and needles. <laughs> Waiting until June first. Okay, I'm gonna go work on this new podcast. Okay. See you, Richie. Okay, do you want uh, Hulk's gonna say goodbye? Hold on. Goodbye, uh. Stephen. <laughs> I just smash smash that subscribe button. Uh, <laughs> all I can see is is he's gonna fall off the chair. <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> yep, he fell. <laughs>